be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Good morning, Christian America, and happy Thanksgiving. We thought it was appropriate on the day before Thanksgiving that we come to you and talk about yeast uh, as you get ready to prepare your meals for tomorrow. But this yeast uh, just so happens to be in Matthew chapter 16 where Jesus talks about the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. What is he talking about? What is yeast meaning? What is the meaning of the yeast that he mentions in this passage? What does it mean? What did it mean for his the followers then? And what does it mean for his followers today? Let's talk about it as we get ready to get into the scripture this Wednesday. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American Community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company coming to you on this Wednesday. It's a special Wednesday. It's the Wednesday before we sit down and give thanks for all we have. It's funny that Thanksgiving's coming up tomorrow. Hopefully, we, we hope everyone out there, each one of you, have a chance to settle down, sit down uh, around a home-cooked meal, turkey and dressing and uh, ham and a bunch of sides, hopefully, uh, uh, whatever whatever it is that you and your family like. Hopefully, you get a chance to sit around and, uh, and, and take time off to give thanks to God for all the blessings that he's provided you and he's provided us in this life. It's funny because when we think about the tradition of Thanksgiving, we think about the tradition of breaking bread with our fellow uh, men and women, our families, our communities, those closest to us. So naturally, we as Americans tend to go back to uh, the stories of the pilgrims and the tradition of the pilgrims coming over, landing on Plymouth Rock, going through a, a hard winter, and the Native Americans uh, essentially coming to their rescue, teaching them how to, how to farm, how to, uh, how to grow crops, and, and they all partaking in a meal around uh, around the table and sharing what they have and uh, spreading some love and uh, and that tradition has grown into what we know uh, in 2019 as Thanksgiving uh, I don't want to dispute the accuracy or you know traditions of various that various people have it's not the point I'm trying to make here but it's funny that as far back as we go is is essentially uh, where the where the pilgrims uh, reside, and and when the pilgrims come into the American history. However, if you followed us on the Wednesday podcast, and we continue to read different parts of Scripture, and we uh, uh, it, it, more and more on the podcast, you know, we have mentioned numerous times about how Scripture calls us to break bread with one another. It, scripture calls us to sit down and and over meals and. Uh, partake in fellowship with one another and and, and the uh, experience, the heavenly uh, calling that we have to break bread with our brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the model that the pilgrims modeled themselves off of, that a new neighbor in their communities, right, the combining and the integration of the of the people in the area came together for a meal they gave thanks for what we for what they had and what they had overcome this is not something new that only the pilgrims started it's a tradition carried on from scripture let let us not forget that the the founders not only of the country but the first settlers over 
uh, to the new world were on their way or were seeking out religious freedom, the freedom to worship. They were God-fearing people. They uh, believed in God. They believed in Jesus. They were Christian uh, settlers and, 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 and devout Christians. And that is the tradition that they con- that they came with. It's a biblical tradition. It's not just a an, an American tradition. It is an American tradition, but it's not only an American tradition. It is a tradition based in biblical principles, and it has a biblical foundation to break bread with your brothers and your sisters and give thanks to God Almighty for He's the one who has given and blessed you with the things that He's blessed you with the things in your life, the the ability uh, to 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 do. Uh, his will and his works and to seek out him and the the family and the friends that circle you and your world uh, all have to do with God and we should give thanks for that and so we are the Christian American community you are the Christian American community and we come together and uh, and speak about what we need to do as a community to grow our faith to seek Christ to search for him, to seek him out, to see him in everything that we do and everywhere that we go and anyone that we encounter because we believe that each one of us have a spark of divinity within us, that we are endowed with, by our creator with certain rights and that he played an integral part in each one of us. He knitted us in the womb. He, he, he has counted every hair on our, on our heads. He knows us intimately. He knows our thoughts and our feelings. We are this community that's built up around putting Christ at the forefront of our lives, at the forefront of our destiny, the forefront of our goals. The, 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 the cross is what we shoot for. That is our ultimate destiny, to spend eternity with Christ. And we cannot do that without the cross without bearing our own crosses, without living up to the commands of Jesus to pick up our own cross and carry it, to follow him. And so when we come to you on these podcasts and we come to you periodically and we and we put out our Christian American content, that is always in our mind to, a, to build a community centered around Christ and love for this country and to put all the nonsense, all the immutable characteristics that people try to divide and define us by, put that to the side and we freely choose Christ. We freely choose to believe in him. We freely choose to seek him out. We freely choose uh, to have faith and worship our Lord and Savior. And so on Wednesday, on the Wednesday podcast here this Wednesday, we continue down our journey through the New Testament. If, if you've been following us for the past few weeks, I'll do a short recap that pertains to this section. So if you remembered about uh, two weeks ago, Jesus feeds 4,000 people with just a a, a few loaves of bread and some fish. And a few weeks before that, he fed 5,000 people with a few loaves of bread and some fish. And last week's, on last week's podcast, the Pharisees and the Sadducees demanded a sign of Jesus. If you were the son of God, they asked for a sign. And he scolds them and he calls them a a wicked and adulterous generation look for signs, but none will be given except 
the sign of Jonah. And the sign of Jonah we talked about last week. How Jonah spent three days in a well. He was seemingly dead. He wasn't on the face of the earth anymore. He was lost. He had uh, he had disappeared for three days. And then God sprang him up out of the well. And then he went and delivered the message to Nineveh. And Nineveh, hearing Jonah's message from God, repented of their ways, turned back towards God, and then continued to survive. For if they would not have listened, they would have been destroyed. And so this is the context in which today's passage, today's uh, portion of scripture, picks up on. It's this encounter right after feeding the thousands of people, right after being challenged by the Pharisees, that uh, Jesus and his disciples have this interaction about over yeast and the Pharisees and Sadducees. So if you turn to your Bibles, Matthew chapter 16, verse 5 starts off and it says, when they went across the lake, the disciples forgot to take the bread. That's the bread that Jesus just multiplied. They forgot to take the bread. Be careful, Jesus said to them. Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. They discussed this amongst themselves and said, Is it because we didn't bring any of the bread? Aware of their discussion, Jesus asks, You of little faith, why are you talking among yourselves about having no bread? Do you still not understand? Don't you remember the five loaves for the five thousand? And how many basketfuls you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the four thousand? And how many basketfuls you gathered? How is it? You don't understand that I was not talking to you about bread. But be on your guard against the yeast and the, the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not telling them to guard against the yeast used in bread, but against the teachings of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And that concludes today's passage, but we want to talk to you about what, it, what is actually going on here. So the first thing that's going on is that, they, is that the disciples forgot the bread that was just multiplied. And now they don't have anything to eat. So seeing the miracles that just took place, and just like that, they forgot. They've given up. They're like, oh, we forgot our food. You, you were just hungry and he multiplied food. And you're still in Jesus' presence, but you're not worried about him. You're worried about something, something else that he can solve, that you know he can solve because you've seen him solve it. And so they're lost in this way. They're consumed with the world. They're focused on the five-meter target rather than you know the 100 or 300-meter target. They're focused on the here and now instead of taking a bigger picture, recognizing the presence of Christ the power that he has and that they will be taken care of that's the first thing but the but he doesn't just bring that up his response Jesus response is to be on guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and Sadducees
so the fair so yeast is brought up i want to say 39 times if i remember the numbers right it's 22 times in the old testament and 17 times in the new testament so yeast is a common theme throughout scripture what is yeast well in in this during this time the yeast that they're talking about is old fermented yeast in which you would place a small amount of for old fermented yeast in with your bread to make the dough rise into with your dough to make the dough rise into bread it's a small amount of yeast that puffs up and makes the bread makes the bread look like bread it gives it its texture it helps it rise it's this could also be you know called or, or, or similar to Jesus's parable on the seed the mustard seed something small that eventually grows but the yeast gets mixed in with that dough so they're inseparable and they grow together they rise together and so here you are or here Jesus is saying that to be aware on and on guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees because their small fermented yeast mixed with your bread your body becomes intimately integrated and what you turn into what what grows out of you is based in that bread is it's based in that yeast and so he's comparing or he's saying there are two different types of pathways forward one of them is his way his yeast and the other is the pharisees and sadducees and whatever comes out of that will be the result and you could be the result of the yeast the the internal that jesus lays out or the yeast that the sadducees and the pharisees lay out that they build inside and then grows within you then rises within you and that he's he, he's essentially saying that the teachings of the pharisees and the sadducees are no longer applicable they are tainted you should not mix them with your dough with your bread when he uh further in scripture you know jesus is going to call himself the bread of life and another passage he's going to say that only those who eat my body will be part of me and the followers don't know how to take that language but he's talking about himself he calls himself the bread of life his body is the bread of life and the yeast that is used to make the his bread is the yeast that you should be uh, using to make your bread or your body to make your body rise in the right way rather than the wrong way so I know that's a difficult passage to try, try to understand but he what Jesus is telling his followers is that you have to be careful about the uh, about what type of teaching 
you allow inside you. Because whatever type of teaching you allow inside you is going to manifest itself. It's going to rise with inside you. And it's going to make you into the person you eventually become. And if that teaching is not right, if that yeast is not the correct yeast, what you become is not going to be right and it's not going to be correct either. We see that in 2019. We see that across multiple platforms. We see that across multiple people, across multiple organizations that call themselves Christians. And you think, this is supposed to be a Christian organization. This is supposed to be someone who follows the word of God, who follows scripture. But then when you look at scripture and you look through the pages and you think to yourself, well, it doesn't say anything about that in here. Where are they getting this information? How are they taking these passages and getting them so wrong? They get them wrong because the yeast that's mixed with their dough has risen and it's created a bread that is not true a bread that is not edible a bread that is wicked and not righteous so think about that when you listen to Christians think about that when you listen to people who claim to be Christian think about that when you see what's going on in our society today think about that when you look at television when you listen to the radio when you search social media recognize each one of those things as bad yeast that if you take it in it's going to rise inside you and it's going to make you corrupted. It's going to make your body, your bread, unedible. And that's not what we want. We want to live righteous and not wicked. We want to do the right and not the wrong. We want to be on the path of life rather than the road to destruction. We want to be on that stairway heaven we want to seek out God we want to spend eternity with him we want to make it through those pearly gates but it starts at the core of ourselves and as Paul says you know you can't let the devil get a foothold and those small things that you do those small lies those uh, small sins they grow they're little pieces of bread or uh, little pieces of yeast that are slowly mixing inside you, making you into the person that you will eventually become. And we want that person to be righteous and not wicked. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, you have a few days. And when I mean a few days, I mean literally a few days to go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel to include a long sleeve, American apparel, American made tea that I got on right now. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Uh, type in promo code GiveThanks420 for a 20% off. That's give thanks for 20, all one word, G-I-V-E-T-H-A-N-K-S, 
the numbers 420. Give thanks for 20 and get 20% off your entire order. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, also, if you want to continue to be a part of the Christian American Dialogue, our followers are growing exponentially. Uh, you, uh, your comments, your feedback, your participation, your engagement on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all these platforms. We see everything. We try to respond as much as possible. If you have questions, if you have ideas, if you have concerns, or if you just have information that you want to put out, do not hesitate. Uh, that's why we have an open and free social platform. So there can be a free flow of dialogue between the Christian American community. We do not discourage disagreement. Uh, we just discourage a disagreement that goes too far as and becomes personal or or attacking individuals uh, there is always a place to have a discussion among scripture what it says what it means what you think what we think uh, as long as we're not attacking anyone or any specific denominations everything's going to be good if you do we're just going to we're not going to you know reprimand you or anything we're just going to delete the comment and keep on moving but we don't want to have to do that so continue to be a part of the christian american dialogue and all of those social media platforms by following us on tw twitter facebook instagram youtube um and then subscribe to this channel the podcast the good morning christian america podcast on youtube on anchor on spotify on google podcast apple podcast and anywhere else that they do podcast platforms and with that ladies and gentlemen you guys have a blessed thanksgiving have a thanksgiving with people and that you love uh that you care about and that care about you and uh you know put everything else aside watch some football cheer for your favorite teams uh, and have a blessed Thanksgiving until we see each other on Friday. Uh, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.